This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. to let you know before we start the podcast that um, I am doing an online uh, podcast course how to be able to create um, get your guests scale it and monetize it so uh, please do go to abmpodcastcourse.co.uk um, and be it go into the contact aspect um, I'm looking for new people to be able to be a podcast uh, creator and really to be able to develop their skills and knowledge into a podcast so as I said go to abmpodcastcourse.co.uk and sign up thanks Hi everyone, it's Mark Hayward from the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast and YouTube channel. Um, So today I'm going to give you 10 arguments why we're going to recover from the pandemic. And then uh, as a counter argument, I'm going to then give you 10 arguments why uh, we're going to struggle as an economy out of this pandemic. So this was a basis of I was looking to get 10 arguments why I should be dropping the price of a uh, property that I was purchasing. And so I listed out the 10 reasons why I thought we should drop the price. And then I suddenly thought this could be a really good podcast as if I had the counter side of why we were going to recover. Um, and I thought it would be interesting to explore those uh, with you today. So the first 10 I'm going to talk about is the positive recovery and the fast recovery. And then I'll talk about the 10 arguments of uh, why we're going to be potentially in a struggle with the economy. OK, so for the good. So number one is, as I've talked about the recovery way, um, I think in this case of these arguments, the V-shaped recovery is entirely possible um, because um, often uh, recessions are followed up with either a U-shape or a V-shape. And I think it's a definite reason that we could get a V-shape. Because, number two, there is no structural problems with the economy. Not like in 0809 where there was a problem with the banks and they were over uh, lending and structurally there was a massive problem there. I'm saying that this is a health issue and therefore there's nothing structurally wrong with the economy. So we should be able to bounce back quickly. Number three, the stock market had taken a big dip, but it has shown signs of recovery in the last couple of weeks. Um, or they've probably recovered half of what they've dropped down. And as we're still in lockdown, that's a really positive sign. So the stock market is looking that it might be able to bounce back to, to, to levels pre-pandemic. Number four, property prices don't seem to have dropped very much. Um, I've been studying um, a couple of areas, which are my gold mine areas, and the prices have not plummeted, um, and they, they really haven't. And uh, maybe it will happen later on, because sometimes the property uh, game is a little bit slower to react than other, like the, like the stock market, but we have not seen property prices drop. 
Number five, the new normal working practices. So working from home will all will will be able to uh, provide efficiencies and increase productivity because there's less time for the commute. You can get more work done. You can work longer hours. You can deliver more. There is um, definitely the ability to be able to. Um, uh, work from home and be able to do video conferencing, which is incredibly productive. So number six, uh, the government is committed to get the economy right. So the furlough scheme and various schemes uh, helping businesses and loans and things that they've done, they are completely committed to get this economy working. The furlough scheme is going to be extended to the end of September, I think it is. Um, and so they are committed to get this this economy right. They're not taking shortcuts. They're not letting people suffer. Uh, they are maybe taking taking loans uh, uh, incredibly high, but they think they can pay it back. And they think the best way to 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 keep the economy going is by doing these different schemes. Number seven. Brexit, which no one is talking about at the moment, actually opens up other markets. So that means that we can get arrangements with the US, arrangements with Latin America, with Africa, um, Asia, China, um, Australia, New Zealand. So Brexit actually opens us up not just to the European market, but to the world market. Number eight, there has been no mass redundancies in the UK. I know that's different in the US where there there are now 30 million. I think it's just over 30 million um, that have been made redundant. But in the UK, we have not had mass redundancies, mainly because of the furlough scheme, as the point before. Number nine, uh, more flexible working habits will appear. So with this working from home, it means that you're able to... Uh, be flexible with your timings. There's no problem with productivity if you if you take two hours out of your day and then work in the evening. This sort of flexible remote working is something that has worked in technology for a very long time, and I don't see any reason why we can't make that work for business, for finance, um, for for other parts of the business uh, world that wants to use remote in remote working. And number ten. Other countries are now opening up. So Spain and France and Italy are starting to loosen their their restrictions. So this is good news. This means that we're starting to open up already. This is not the, the long-term um, break-in. I'm even going... I went out today to do some shopping uh, for the family and I saw coffee shops were open. Now, admittedly, there was an app to use or there was social distancing, which is fine. But there are businesses that are now opening up, which is incredibly positive. So so there are my 10 reasons why I think we could have a an eco- economy bounce back uh, with a V shape rather than any with the U shape. So we've got all the positivity out of the way. Let's now talk about the 10 arguments why this economy might be uh, in a bad shape. So the stock market has fallen by 35%. It is the first thing to go in any economy, the stock market drops. Now, there has been some recovery, but it doesn't look like there's going to be a bounce back to uh, to levels pre-pandemic. Um, there is still a lot of fear um, in the stock market, and I think it is uh, it will be one to watch whether... Uh, that bounces back or whether that actually uh, stagnates at the level it is or even possibly lower. 
Number two, arguments against about quick bounce back. Uh, tourism um, is out. No one can travel to London, to the UK. Uh, to No one can uh, travel to the uh, hotspots like Cornwall, Devon or uh, Lake District um, or Sussex or Kent. People can't can't do tourism either inbound or 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 at the moment we can't do local um there's no restaurants there's no cinema there's no retail this is impacting every part of the economy we are talking that there are parts of the economy which are completely shut down retail for example um online shopping has exploded but people are not going out and buying Number three, there is going to be no salary increases at all uh, for any type of business at the moment. So inflation is is possibly going to go up. Things price or things will go up uh, because the in real terms uh, there will be a fall because no one's having the pay increase and inflation is increasing. Number four, are the furloughed people going to be sacked? There is a potential that uh, a portion of the people who are furloughed, they, the, the businesses might realise they can work with half the staff and be just as efficient, and therefore they might have to make redundancies. Number five, falling consumer and business confidence all across the board. There is a lack of confidence in business at the moment. It's not functioning. It's not working. It's not working properly. Um, So there is a lack of confidence. Where there's lack of confidence in an economy, there is a recession. Number six, it could be a reduction in our exports. Nothing is being exported at the moment. Uh, Nothing is being trusted to be passed across. So all these... um, Products that we provide to Europe or the world and the world um, are going to really, really struggle because they just cannot get their products um, or services out of the UK. Number seven, banks will will reduce lending to people. They they'll be scared. It'll be investment will be suffering because the government and uh, because the businesses, the banks, will not feel confident in loaning to people. This is obviously bad. Number eight, falling manufacturing due to quarantine and fear of illness of the people. So, so in 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 a lot of manufacturing, um, they they've stopped as well. This is going to massively impact what we produce. Number nine, zero hours and self-employed people are vulnerable um, if they become ill and they won't be able to work. So uh, there is still people getting ill um, and these people, if they're on zero contracts, then they're gone. They they can't do the work. They won't be uh, supported in the same way that people with... uh, with with uh, who are working uh, as employment self-employed equally you're going to suffer if people are not being looked after and people don't have the support around them number 10 business is likely to be affected until a vaccine now a vaccine is not going to last is not going to be available for some time so what are we going to do uh, are we going to have social distancing for another Six months, nine months, 12 months until a vaccine is done. That is the critical point of when we'll be able to get um, our, uh, our business and our economy going forward once there's a vaccine. There is no indication that vaccine is coming soon. All right, guys, thank you so much for your subscribing, for your downloading. I really appreciate it and I uh, look forward to speaking to you soon. Thanks.